On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, Keith and I discuss the tier groupings in the NBA and where some have Joel Embiid pretty high. And you, as you would imagine, is the runner-up for the MVP, but is it the right tier grouping for him for the start of the 22-23 season? We'll get into that next right here at Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, you are Locked On 76ers. I'm Devon Gibbons from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia alongside my co-host and partner, Keith Pompey, Sixers beat writer for The Inquirer. Dot com. What's up, Keith? What's good, D? How you been, man? I'm doing all right, man. Enjoying the summer. How about yourself? No, oh, I can't complain. Can't no complain. need to complain. No need to complain. Thanks for making everybody Locked On 76 is your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76 is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube right here on Locked On 76 as well. Keith, we're starting to see multiple stories, one particularly with the athletic and another, I believe, with Bleacher Report, where they're starting to put together the top list of players in the NBA for the upcoming season. And the way that the Athletic have, have done it over the years, the last couple of years, they have done a tier grouping. And where they had Embiid, specifically, where they had Joel Embiid was in the tier one grouping. It was one through eight, but a tier one A, one B, and one C. One through four was... Giannis, Durant, Jokic, and Curry. I don't know if they factor in injuries, simply because Durant was banged up quite a bit last season. Early on, he was an early MVP favorite, but as his injuries started to pile up and started to knock him down a little bit, he had to drop down as far as MVP conversation, best player in the league conversation, and even at the end of the campaign, all NBA, where I believe he ended up on second team. But Joel Embiid, and Luka Doncic were fifth and sixth in the 1B tier grouping where you had Kawhi Leonard seven and LeBron James eight for the 1C tier grouping. So that's one through eight. Now, I ask you, because I did this on the show yesterday, was the tier grouping correctly ranked ABC? Should Embiid have been an A with Jokic, with Jokic in that group? Or should he have been right where he was with Doncic in that 1B category with those two by themselves? No, I think he should have been in the A group. I mean, this guy is the leading scorer of the league, right? Um, Yeah, I I think he should have been in the A group. And I also think that – so you're telling me that that Kevin Durant wasn't in the A group either, was he? He he was. Oh, he was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem with that because, in in my opinion, I know he missed games, but if we're saying tears – when, I mean, and you you not factoring all the games played and stuff like that. In my opinion, he was the best player in the league. In my opinion, he he was that dude, right? Yeah. Yep. So so um, because people forget there was a time before he got hurt, everybody was saying he was going to be the runaway MVP. It was so yeah, I I think that you know right now a lot of people when we're talking about tears, you know, you're talking about the baddest dudes in the league. I mean, I, I factor it in as if who's a guy that I really want to go see. And and Joel Embiid is in that list. Kevin Durant is in that list. Um, 
the Joker, um, Nikola Jokic is in that list. So, yeah, I, I think people are thinking a little bit too much. Like, you know, like they're, they're thinking about, okay, well, one guy got MVP. He was the center. The other guy was the runner-up. They both can't be on the list together. Nah, bro. Like, we're talking tiers. They are amongst the the the, the greatest players, the, the greatest five, the best five players in the NBA. In the- With, without worrying about awards and things like that. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly, exactly. So, right. yeah, Embiid, Embiid, 1B, I mean, I, I think that's underselling him. But I can see him using it as motivation. But outside of that, I yeah, this guy, yeah, he deserves it. In, in your opinion on that. And I found it interesting because Kawhi Leonard, who played no games last season, was still in the top tier. He was 1C, which was number seven right before LeBron James. And James played all of last season until the end where he started to shut it down because of that injury. But for the most part, he was available. And Kawhi Leonard didn't play at all. So I was kind of – I was a little curious. It was a little interesting to see how they had it, how he had it set up. And I know – if they the way they did it was based on uh to your point mvp advancing to the eastern conference finals where Jokic, at least in the bubble got to the western conference finals where joel Embiid has still not been in that spot as of yet so i i kind of understand where they're coming from but to your point if they're going to do stuff like that where Kawhi leonard is in there and he didn't play at all uh kevin durant injured for a good part playing 50 plus games uh, for it last season and still being in the top three in the entire NBA, then I, I agree with you that uh, Embiid has to be there. Uh, I, I wanted to ask you, though, with that part, what does he have to do to get into that top tier of 1A and no longer being in that 1B? Because I think all it is now is getting to the at least the Eastern Conference Finals and probably the NBA Finals. Yeah, I, I, you know what? And I, I think that shouldn't... I think that shouldn't shouldn't matter. Um, and when we're talking about who are the top the tier players, because typically a lot of times, yes, it's great to say that this person led this team to a championship, but you can't do it by yourself. I mean, as great as Magic Johnson was, as great as Michael Jordan was, as great as LeBron James is, all this other stuff, they won because they had great complementary players. You know what I mean? Like when we looked at this team, the Sixers team last season, this past season, you know, James Harden wasn't the player that that we thought he was going to be. The Sixers did not have a bench whatsoever. So it's kind of sort of like, you know, I hate to say it, but, you know, Dominique Wilkins playing with the uh, Atlanta Hawks. It was like he was a great player, but he just didn't have the team to win a championship. So I think when we factor that in and you say, well, Joel has to do this. He has to do that. I get it. That's what people build their legacy off of. But let's let, I mean, we, we've seen it. I mean, this is a guy who was a one man show for most of the season and it, it came out with him leading the league and scoring. I think that what Joel has to do is he has to stay injury three free throughout the whole season, because I feel like when we base this, these awards, you know, it's not fair to say, um, uh, accumulate the the postseason stuff because let's think about it. Robert Horry has won more championships than most people in the NBA, right? With the Houston Rockets, with the Lakers. I mean, he even Spurs. was the Spurs. So, is are you saying that Robbie Robert Horry is a Hall of Famer because of that? So, I, I feel like you know we got to be. I mean, he's good, 
but but he was a good role player. He's a role like, player. So, so I feel like when we do stuff, and as crazy as some people are like, come on, Keith, we're talking about Robert Ori. Yeah, but you can't uh, base somebody's legacy off of not winning the championship. Now, it's great, but you can't, like, criticize them when they they played with a team that just didn't have it. You know what I mean? Just didn't have it. So I feel like, personally, if Joel Embiid stays stays healthy, if he wins MVP, with, then all of a sudden – you 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 have to give him his flowers, and even with that, the MVP thing is so subjective that it's crazy. Like you got reporters from the West Coast re, uh, voting for a guy in the West Coast, and you got people on the East Coast voting for MB. MB. So you know what I mean? Is 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 a crazy thing. I think if he stays healthy and mm-hmm. he does what he did this season again, I think that you know he he'll, he'll shut up his critics. Yeah, well, we'll see, man. Well, one thing that he has been doing doesn't seem like he's worried about a lot of that stuff because, at least from what we are able to see as far as videos and photos, he seems to be having fun. And we'll talk about what Joel Embiid has been doing this offseason. Uh, we don't know much about work wise, but we do know he's having a good time. We'll address it next right here on Locked On 76ers. Right now, let's talk about Built Bar, right? Built Bar. From the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift for your taste buds. You've probably tried tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk built bar. So I can't even get it out, right? That's how good it is. But guess what? Your friends at Built have given coconut brownie chunk the puff treatment. That's right. Coconut brownie chunk built bar flavor you love in a delicious chewy marshmallow covered 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie godness, right? All built bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of healthy benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you, right? Go to built.com, use the promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Do it today, people. Definitely do it today. You heard the man. Do it today. Bill Bar. We always tell you how great it is. Summertime. Take the Bill Bar instead of that candy bar. You want to keep your body right from when you're out there at the beach and the pool and all that stuff. Thank you for making Locked On 76 as your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Those are your nightly recaps of every NBA game and anything going on in the offseason with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you do get your podcast. All right, Keith, we've seen them at the wedding, Joel Embiid. We've seen him at the party, Michael Rubin's white party. We've seen him now at James Harden's wine, um, uh, his, you know, his revealing of his James Harden, what is it, James Harden 19 wine? I, I don't I don't know what it's called, but the James Harden wine. Yeah. Joel Embiid, we haven't heard much about surgery on his face, uh, anything with his finger, either finger, except for at the very end of the campaign. He seems to be having and doing exactly what Joel Embiid always does when we do catch a glimpse of him in the offseason. We'll get the occasional tweet when it comes to a soccer match or something along those lines. But he seems like he's out there just having himself a good time. Yeah, he's having a great time. I, I don't have a problem with it. You know, there are certain yeah. people who see it and they say something. Now, they'll see it and they're like, come on, what is he doing? Well, you know, we're seeing him 
at a party. We saw them at a wedding. You know, you saw them at a at a wine reveal, right? Now, my only concern is at that wedding when they had him up in that chair with that yes, lady yes. on top of him, and they like doing hoisting up the chair. Whoa! If I'm the Sixers, I'm like big fella. <laughs> like yo, we got to have a conversation. Yeah. Pronto. Like, but he was, he was like, in the moment, though. He was in the he moment. He was in the moment, but but that's a lot of like you know you fall down. Next thing you know, you fall the wrong way, break an arm, break a leg, you know, fracture your face again. Yeah. Like you know, you got to be a little careful with that. But you know, outside of that, I don't have a problem because see, a lot of times we see people in this, and people say, "Hey, look, man, he's having too much fun." Well, we don't know if he was in the gym. Like he could have been in the gym that morning. And then said, okay, let me, you know, uh, change my clothes, freshen up and go to this wedding. Or the same thing with the the wine tasting or doing this and that. And another thing is these people do have a life. You know, um, you know, basketball is what is a seven month season longer than that. If you make the playoffs, you know, you this and that, you know, Joel Embiid, he has a fiance, he has a son. You know, there are times when afterwards you want to take you want to you want to step away. And um, and then enjoy time with your family. And I'm just self-disclosure. Look, I don't play ball. But right about now, this is the time for me. I call this time late July, August, and September, early September, is when I reintroduce myself to my family. Yep. Seriously, I reintroduce myself to my family. So when you see Joel and B doing this stuff and, 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 uh, and having a great time, well, He's reintroducing himself to his friends and his family. And not only that, we don't know what he's doing behind behind the scenes. He could be in the gym working out for hours. And we and, but we don't see that. If I had to bet, I would bet he has been in the gym. He yeah. typically is in the gym working on his things, and he's not one to show it. Now, Drew Hamlin might post a video or someone else who might have been in, in the gym at that time, they may have posted a video, but for the most part. Uh, I think we know that Joel Embiid does work, and I, like you, have no problem with what he is doing this offseason. Having himself a good, a good time, as long as when he checks back in in September, end of September, early October for training camp, media day and training camp. As long as he's right, that's all I care about. And ha- have yourself a good time this summer, Joel Embiid. Enjoy yourself. Uh, so no problems for me. And uh, make sure that you jump up in that tier grouping and get to the Eastern Conference Finals, the NBA Finals, and we'll have a, another conversation about all that. Final one, Keith. Stay out of the chair. Stay out of the chair, though. Stay, stay out, out of the chair. chair. Yeah. Got to stay out of the chair. Final yeah. one, Keith. We'll dive a little bit more into the uh, 76ers and uh, what they may need to do. Well, the one thing that you think they may need to do uh, to wrap up this offseason as far as their roster goes, we'll address that next right here. Final, final segment, Locked On 76ers. All right, welcome back. Locked on 76ers, Keith Pompey, Devon Givens. Keith, they've done everything that we've needed, we've asked of them as far as addressing the the uh, wing position to uh, address the James Harden situation, although his contract is yet to be signed. Uh, he also had another story come out with the AP yesterday, Keith. I'm sure you saw that one as well, where he was uh, just, uh, addressing things, talking about how he wanted to be more aggressive. Uh, before being a playmaker and and helping the team out and getting win, all he's worried about is winning, taking less. We already discussed all of that. What else do they need to do? Do they need to do anything else? You know, like we keep saying, like 
you know, I, I, I do feel like, and I, and I know, and I said this before, and there are certain people who probably like Pompey, what are you talking about? But I do think they need to replace um, Danny Green. I do. And, and, and it doesn't have to be with somebody in the starting lineup because like if Tobias Harris stays, then, you know, you see Tobias is going to slide to the three. Right. But I get what people saying in regards to, okay, they, they got um, Daniel house. They have, uh, they have a, a DeAnthony Melton, but I think that they need a veteran guy, a veteran guy who is a, a leader of men to come in here. Another one to come in here and provide the stuff that Danny did a champion. Now, yes, PJ Tucker won a championship, right? But, but I think they need someone, a wing type of player that can come in and help them. That's why I guess the Sixers were really going after um, Eric Gordon. You know, he's a guy that can fulfill that type of role. Now he's not a champion, but he's a type of guy that can fill that type of role. To me, that's what they need. That's the missing link. Because when you look at some of these players they got now, they're, you can say they're good, but there's always one thing they can't do, right? So I feel like if you can get a quality 3 and D who's a leader of men, who people respect, and, can, and is known for showing up in the postseason, that's the key, known for showing up in the postseason, I think that's what that's the missing piece for the 76ers. Oh, uh, to, to go off of what you just said, uh, my, my only thing that I would come back on you is saying that P.J. Tucker is that guy. He may not have three or four championships, but he does have one. And he, he is, if you will, someone that would be looked at as a leader uh, just because of his experience in the NBA. The fact that he has one maybe a little bit differently than what Danny Green does. And Danny Green is a much better shooter than P.J. Tucker. But as far as the leadership goes, I would say, at least from afar, from understanding what he means to a locker room and what he means for the camaraderie and with a group, I would say P.J. Tucker is that guy. As far as a shooter goes, Eric Gordon does fit the bill for something like that. And I also believe that Tobias Harris will stay at the four spot where they'll be kind of interchangeable four and the three with P.J. Tucker and the wing just in general. So I think Tobias Harris will stay at the four uh, in regards to that. But as far as leadership goes, I think they, they do have that. And P.J. Tucker, Tobias Harris, James Harden, when it comes to that leadership role. For me, I, I would look at and still say, will they address the backup big man position just to have a committee of the two young guys and Reed and Bassey to go with player X that they may address before training camp to bring in as a as a backup big I don't know if it'll be as along the lines of what Andre Drummond and Dwight Howard have given them the last two seasons. Dwight Howard's still available, by the way, and do that. Or will they go, uh, maybe we've seen reports, and I told you I had a, a, a caller call in who knows, since we're in Philadelphia, the Philadelphia native Markeith Mars about him wanting and have been wanting to come home for the past couple of seasons. And maybe this is the year that it finally happens, the offseason that it finally happens. So. I wouldn't be have a problem with that because I do think it's time to start to give Paul Reed and Charles Bassey an opportunity to see if they can do it. And if not, you do have that that veteran big who is still there that can maybe pick up some of the pieces when it comes to down the stretch, helping to help win games. And also when you talk about veteran leadership, help the young guys and prepare them for whatever minutes they may get when it comes to the postseason.
Yeah, now here's the thing about, and no, nothing against P.J. Tucker, but when I look at P.J. Tucker, you know, he's a four, five, a small man, five, then a three. Now he can guard multiple positions, but what I'm talking, and, and he did win a championship, right? He was with Giannis, and no offense to P.J. Tucker, but he was with Giannis. He was also with, um, you know, uh, Drew Holiday and all them. He was in the acquisition to help him get there. But what I'm talking about is a guy who's more of a a three-two. Like I get it. He is a, a he's a four, a five, a three. He can play all five positions. Small ball center. You know mm-hmm. this and that, right? To me, he's kind of like a more athletic, chiseled George Niang. And that's not a what I'm. You know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. in that mode. What I'm talking about is somebody who who's a guard who can go and play the four, play three, and small ball. So I get it. Now the difference between him is yes, he was a late addition to a championship team, right? And he got that thing. The thing about Danny Green that a lot of people don't know is Danny Green all his career has known how to play off of great players, mm-hmm. right? So what he did is he played with LeBron. He played with Kyrie. You know, he played with all types of, you know, Joel. But we're talking about, but he played with off of Tim Duncan. You know, he played with all these type of guys who were able to win championships. That's what I'm talking about. So, yes, what you call brings it, but he brings it in a different way, sort of. Yeah. You know, these are the different types of players. I'm talking about a two, three type of guy. That's why I feel like Aaron Gordon is is Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon, yeah. Excuse me. Eric Gordon would be a great addition. Now the problem is I'm not trying to give up Matisse Thibel. I know people say that think I'm crazy. I'm not trying to give up this dude because I think this dude is going to be special. But at the same time, I'm talking about another wing guy. Well, That's listen, I, I can't. I can't. When we ask this on this exercise. When we ask the question, I can't tell you you're wrong. That's your that's your opinion of what they want. And I value any shooting that comes in. So if Eric Gordon is the one that does, in fact, find his way to Philadelphia, I value that. And they still do need some more shooting to help out with the team overall. So I have no problem with it. I, I look at P.J. Tucker and I see a lot of those things, except for the more consistent, known to be a knockdown type shooter like Gordon is on that shooting guard type of conversation that you're talking about. So. Not saying that you're wrong at all. Uh, they can use both. How about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they can use both. They got have one. Yeah. Now go get the other one. Yeah, yeah. bring it in. Uh, well, listen, man. As always, it's fun to check in with you and talk a little hoops here in the midsummer. We'll keep it going tomorrow. We thank everybody for making Locked On Seventy Six as your first listen every day. On our next episode, I have a little something I want to throw at Keith. I'm not even going to tell him or you folks. We're just going to surprise you guys tomorrow and talk about it and surprise Keith. Now make your second listen, Locked On NBA, where uh, Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, let the people know where they can find us, man. Hey, you can, wherever you get your podcast, you can uh, subscribe and, and get Locked On 76ers. But if you want to get this YouTube channel, what you need to do is go to Locked On 76ers YouTube and what you do is when you see that Liberty Bell, click on the Liberty Bell and you subscribe to us. Also, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow my man D at DivineG975. 
You can follow me on at Pompeii on Sixers. And you can read me in the in, in the Philadelphia Inquirer, Inquirer.com. And you can listen to my man D, especially this week. D, they can watch you on TV too, huh, D, this week? They can watch yeah. me this week and next week. Two yeah, to this six. week. Yeah, yeah, watch my man on TV from two to six and listen. No, you can double dip. So you can have it on television, right? You can watch it on TV, turn the volume down, but then also listen to him on the radio. That's so right. from two to six, he's going to be on NBC Sports, right? But he's also on 97.5 FM radio. So y'all can double dip and do what you do what you like and, and uh, keep up with my man. And so I'm going to listen to him so I can make sure I can win tomorrow's argument. <laughs> use his own, use his points against <laughs> Well, listen, man, I appreciate that. I appreciate the plug and letting everybody know where we'll be. And uh, definitely look forward to talking to you tomorrow right here on Locked On 76. Thanks, man. All right, man. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. Peace. Thanks, y'all.